Security! Alright, welcome guys to Life of Security Guard Podcast. Pretty much this podcast is you gonna, just... You gonna, you gonna give them your name? No. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> Fuck you, gay. <laughs> so pretty much this podcast is just gonna consist of all the, like, the events with me working security... Uh, just what happens at those shows, good things, bad things, good shows I worked, people I met, things that have happened, like tragic things, funny things, great things. So, yeah, so I'm going to start this off with my first day working security. I just get my security license and I would say it would be beginning of August of 2013. And my first day working security would be Electric Zoo of 2013. And just to say, what a show. Just because, like, my first day working as an officially New York State licensed security guard is I'm working one of the, I would say one of the biggest festivals that are in that scene of the EDM music. And it was just an experience and a half. Like, my dad got me in for the security and it was just like he was my supervisor and pretty much i had a nice spot the first day i was working the vip backstage area of the main stage met a couple artists um no one too big like they're all like no-name people even though it was the main stage it was like i only met them like at the beginning on portion so i'll never forget just the atmosphere was what a great experience it really was to the point like i just whenever i just wanted not to leave i just wanted to keep working i just met so many great people at that show can you take a photo with like two girls there that yeah. girl with the black hair and the other girl <laughs> yeah that i don't even really know their names I think one of them was Alyssa and one was Ashley. Oh, they're on your Instagram, though. Yeah, they're on my Instagram. I didn't tag them in because I don't even know their names. But, you yeah, know, it was it was weird. Those two were weird. They came up to me trying to get backstage through all that little sweet talk bullshit. But, obviously, it was my first day of security. I'm not stupid. I'm not, I already know shit. Like, they're just trying to they're just trying to get backstage. I'll be like, oh, kissy kissy with the security guard. I already knew something was off with them since one of them, she walked up to me with two bottles of water and she asked me which one has Molly in it. She wanted me to sniff them. And I just looked at her like she had 17 heads. And I'm like, are you really like, are you really asking me this? Like, you really want me to tell you which one has Molly in it by something that doesn't have a scent? And she's like, it doesn't have a scent? And I'm like, no, they, if you smell them both, they both smell the same. It smells like water. Do, do they do that? Do they put the Molly in the water so they could get in with it technically? Well, technically... I mean, Wait, how could are they allowed to get in with water? Because isn't no, some water bottles need to be opened already? Well, or how does that work? They're allowed in with like empty Camelbacks, empty bottles of water, empty Nalgene's. Empty. Yeah, empty. Oh, so what's stopping them from bringing in the Molly and then just throwing it in there? Well, that also that that correlates to whether or not at the entrances, especially for Electric Zoo, there's two. There's the ferry side. And then there's the RFK bridge side, like the footbridge and everything with all the buses and cabs. It all depends on the main entrance, whether they're doing full pat-downs properly, checking bags fully. But for those shows, like when there's about 85,000 people to 100,000 people per day, they're pretty much just trying to get everybody in. 
hundred thousand people. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't think there's that many people. Bro, I mean, that year, that Saturday show, uh, my supervisor for like the company himself said how they sold. 95,000 tickets for that Saturday. Oh, wow. So, like, there's people who buy three-day passes or just a Saturday pass or no three-day pass. But it those festivals, they bring a lot of people. They bring people out of, like, completely out of state, people from California, Las Vegas, Florida, anywhere. They all come out to New York just to go to the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of those people do that because they, they go out of state and stuff and they really like EDM and they... Like, EDM is, like... EDM fans are like a group of people who are always dedicated and will go out of state, out of country even, to go see festivals, you know, if presented the opportunity to. And I don't know how these guys are always taking off work or if they do work or whatever, but these guys literally go during the week to these festivals and stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for Electric Zoo, it's always Labor Day weekend, so it's always like the greatest time to go because a lot of people are off that weekend and the yeah. next day, so they have time to travel and everything. That's why I think it's a great marketing strategy, especially for Electric Zoo. Because Labor Day weekend, everybody's off. No one has work on Labor Day. It's always this, that weekend, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the next, that Monday's Labor Day, so you don't have to worry about going yeah. to work. So you, like, you have time to go through everything. But <clears throat> working that first show in 2013, like, it was, like I said, it was an experience and a half. The people I met, the undercover cops that I met were just ridiculous. <laughs> and, like, I literally see they, I see them arrest people right in front of me. Like, I had no idea there were cops until they came up to me saying how there were a cop, undercover cops and showed me the credentials. I would never even guess. Did they tell you that before they arrested the person or after you? they told you and found out? They told me They told me that after the fact, after I saw them tackle some dude to the ground. Like, he, I saw him from the distance tackle somebody to the ground who's trying to run. And then I just see them take out cuffs and just cuff the person and walk out through emergency exit and take them up. But otherwise, like, I would have no idea that they were undercover cops. Like, they weren't in plain clothes. Like, they were, like, dressed up as, yeah, like... Yeah, regular people. Yeah, ran, not even random people. They're dressed up, like, in like a, as a character or whatever. It's like... A, oh, that's a little weird. Yeah, they're, they're full up, like, they're dressed up like as, like, like, for a figured example, like, dressed up in a chicken suit. Like, they have no idea. Or one of those, like, dinosaur little outfit nylon things. I wonder if those cops, like, enjoy being there. Like, even though they're on job and stuff, like, do they enjoy doing they, it? They said they do. Because, like, cause when I talked to them, like, at that time, that was 2013. That's five years ago now, almost. Like, they were, they were, like, in their 20s, like, 23. And they said they love the type of music. They love being there. Would they even, like, do people, like, smoke weed at these festivals? Yeah, there's... These EDM festivals, is big, it's a big so kind of So would they even, scene. like, bust people for weed? Because I feel like that's such no, a minor drug they at these wouldn't, festivals. Undercover cops, they're not really looking for, like, people smoking pot or anything. They're mainly looking for people trying to sell, like, harder drugs like cocaine, heroin, uh, molly, ecstasy. They're looking for people who are doing harder drugs who are potentially dangerous to yeah. them. So they don't really care about the No, marriage, like the, the marijuana, marriage. they don't really care. Three days of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but that 2013. Yeah, the Sunday got canceled, right? That Sunday got canceled. so many deaths and stuff. There was two deaths on the island from a drug overdose. Drug overdoses, a male and a female. Um, they died on the island itself, and then four other people were transported to the hospital. 
for like their own serious condition for drug overdose with ecstasy or the Molly. Cause that's when 2013 is really when Molly started, and people are just like putting things together and calling it Molly. Cause they Which don't, is probably like the worst shit you could possibly do. Pretty much, but Molly is like Molly. Pretty much is ecstasy mixed with. I'll tell you exactly in a second. Molly, don't do Molly, kids. Yeah, Molly, I don't even think Molly is really a thing anymore. Are people still do Molly. Right now, it's all Xanax in 2018 and 17. The end. Yeah, it's MD- the end. MDMA was mixed with ecstasy pills. But it's just, just don't do drugs in general. Actually, all right, continue. Yeah, what well, he was saying, like just. I, I get it. You're trying to have a good time. You're trying to get like that little yeah, like these people also these people whatever. don't also understand that when they take these drugs, they're out in the sun, the hot weather, they're dancing around, and plus people don't understand that they're not for hydrated. people they're not hydrated. Uh, that's was gonna be my last point. They're not drinking enough water. They're not hydrated. It's hot as hell. They're jumping around, and you know there's so much adrenaline. Plus they're surrounded by thousands and thousands of people, which raises the body heat. Raises like how hot it actually is in that one place by like ten well, it, ten. It degrees. raises even more because certain parts of of uh, Randall's Island where Electric Suit takes place, it's just straight up blacktop. Yeah, and then which it's is just, terrible. It's, it's terrible because the ground gets hotter. People lay on the ground when they're tired. This and that. There, I mean, there is. And then they portions. start getting dehydrated, and they, they start getting they get very dehydrated and everything. And like, it's kind of a shame. Like, I mean, like I was upset that. The Sunday got canceled, just because like you wanted I, I, to work. I was I wanted money. to work. I wanted to make money, so I ended up losing out of money for a day. But like when I found out there, like I mean I found out when I got to Randall's Island itself that morning. I got they didn't, they canceled it like when I got there, and people were still showing up and everything. And then we had to turn people away. But like <clears throat> it's really upsetting how like I mean condolences to the people's families who had their loved ones lost at that festival but it's just things could have went differently yeah i know there's things happen people trying to have a good time with the drugs and try to have fun but it's a shame like because i remember like bringing back those other two girls from before like i had them texting me and other people texting me asking um like why is the show being canceled this and that because electric zoo went over the app and everything and sent out I emails saying how electric zoo, electric zoo day three is canceled and then um they didn't because in the app they didn't even say why they just said it was canceled and like i understand why they're not saying why just because they don't want to, that bad publicity they don't, they don't want that publicity yeah but once it got into like the news and everything cnn and all that everyone found out the reason why and then there was rumors about how Electric Zoo in 2014 would never even happen. Yeah, but it ended up happening, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they would give up that much money for, you know. I mean, they already took, like, the loss for the, losing that one day because they still had to pay all the artists and everything. There was, and there was a lot of artists that had to be paid. Like, there's at least ten, like at least eight artists Do you know per they, stage. Did, don't, I don't know what the contract is. Obviously, contracts are always different with music artists and stuff. But do you think they got paid a little bit percentage for, like... They, I don't know if they got paid, but they probably got their, like, flights taken care of, their hotel and stuff. But, I mean, technically, they're that losing I, money because they could have been... What, it all depends on the contract. but like It really know. does. I mean, also, for the people who bought tickets, everyone, anyone who bought a three-day pass, they got reimbursed... reimbursed for the last day? For the last day. That That's one, good. That one-third of their... 
Out of hey, I mean, that's better than not getting reimbursed. So. And then anyone who just a Sunday test got fee- uh, full reimbursements. And I'm pretty sure they got reimbursed for their ferry tickets also, but I'm not 100% sure about the ferry. You know what's crazy about EDM music I just thought of now? It's like the one genre of music that doesn't really talk about taking drugs a lot. You know, in the music? But yeah, like, no, it's just... everyone takes drugs all the time when they're there. Compared to like a rap show where like, all the songs are basically about taking drugs and people at most will like, just maybe smoke just pot. Yeah. That's so well, weird to think about. But I guess it's obviously because of music. Like, it's the music. It's just because of the upbeatness and everything and it just like raises you and like brings you happy. You're supposed to like, you're supposed to make friends there. They have the whole blur thing, peace, love, prosper. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Are people still saying that? People still do. That's Well, I mean, I didn't know nothing about it till that show. And then I came home with like all these bracelets all over my own. I had I no, idea, that. no idea what any of them meant. I just knew I was supposed to do this peace, love thing. And... I still have them somewhere in my room. I mean, it's a good message that they're spreading along. It's just like, if you're going to take drugs, at least stay hydrated and know your body and know your limit and don't be an idiot. Yeah, because I mean, there was, it was weird. Like, I ran into this person who I didn't even, at that time, I didn't even know. Like, I became friends with this one girl there and then two weeks later, she was in my, one of my classes when I went to post. Ooh, that's weird. How was that? It was I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, she recognized, like, we recognized each other and everything. Oh, hey, you're the security guard from Izu. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, like, because, and, like, she was, com- she was, like, completely different also, like, while she was in class. Like, she was, like. Oh, of course. But she was, like, a smart kid, and she still is. Like, she's just, like, she's all about, like, the books and everything. And, like, I know, like, I talked to her there at the festival. She's not all about the drug stuff. She's just there for the music and everything to see friends. Well, that's good. Like, that's what. I like about those festivals because not everyone there just does drugs. There's obviously not that at all. Yeah. But, like, I don't even know. It's just, I think it's great because you can get in touch with friends. Like, I have I have good friends of mine who go to these shows like that. And like, they meet people in Pennsylvania. And then they go down to Atlanta for, like, a bass nectar show. And they all correlate with each other. And they all go yeah, down that, together. Yeah, that's cool. Like, you make, like, a whole family with everyone, which is pretty cool, like, how you keep in touch and all that. So that was your, that was your first day in the job. Yeah, that was my first, first day. First day working security ever or just for a music festival? First day working security ever. I got really? my security license beginning of that month and end of that, end of that so month. So you weren't even, you didn't do anything at NASA Coliseum? That was before this the Coliseum. Was, wow. So this I was started, your first ever event Yeah, because this was... Um, August 30th, 31st, and September 1st of 2013. And I didn't start security at the Coliseum until about mid-September. And of September, I think September wow. 24th. We were still... Did we just get out of high school? Yeah, we just got out of high school, right? Yeah, we, gradu- we, we graduated, graduated that uh, that June. Wow, bro, that was such a long time ago, and it's funny because I remember that. I remember you texting me, and we were talking about how crazy it was, and you're like... Bro, two people are like over uh, overdose or whatever. I don't know what happened to them. They yeah, the, the one hospital. girl who passed away, she she pretty much dropped right in front of me, and like I saw her, like her, I just saw her eyes roll back and her fall, and then I just luckily where I was posted, um, the medical tent was right there, so I just ran to the medical tent, grabbed grabbed the medics, grabbed the backboard, and threw on the backboard, and they just transported. So like that's her. that's one reason why you're allowed to leave your post if someone's in danger. Yeah. I mean, for my post in particular, like, on that Saturday when where everything pretty much went down because it was really hot that day. I'll never forget one of my good friends. 
his job was standing in between the stage and the barricade, and he Ooh, was in the pit. That's a crazy spot. I love that spot. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot of stories about that spot, which is... Which, uh, say for another Yeah, episode. it's going to happen for another episode. But his job was literally having a power washer and sp- shooting water up into the air to cool oh, everybody down. Lit. i never that, seen him do that before, ever. That was like that was his job, and like, they're passing out water bottles and everything. That's Just smart. because people are dropping. So. Well, that's what they should do, because, dude, I've been to shows, like a rap show in 2013, 14, whenever... At Double XL Best Buy Theater. And, dude, I thought I was in a... I was... I probably... That's probably the closest I've ever came to passing out from heat. Uh, and they did end up passing out, like, a water bottle or two. But, like... This is Monster Energy that sponsored the show, by the way. And you would think they would at least give out, like, Monster or anything. Nah, they weren't giving out nothing. And it's like... Oh, do I want to leave my spot and go get water? And, like, disturb, like... A couple of 20, 50 people just to get water and then you're not going to be able to get back? Or do I want to just, you know, strive through it? But some people pass out that way. And I did see a girl pass out and she had to get carried up the stairs and they had to sit her down and open up her mouth and give her water. And, you know, it's scary. Like, these places just really need to just give out water because if someone could get hurt, they could be liable for it, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of, like, that's why like, you're saying, like, about, like, all these people getting hurt and everything. Like, these festivals, I mean, I don't know if there's, like, any, like, hidden information, like, on their websites where when they're buying the tickets and everything. I mean, obviously, they all know that they're, they're allowed to be filmed because there's, everything is being filmed by everybody and, and everything. But there's a lot, there's probably, like, hidden things in the site saying, like, certain things aren't, like, their responsibility. I mean... If you like, if you twist your ankle like on something, or like if something's wrong with the ground itself, then the grounds are responsible. But like, if you're overdosing, or like you drank too much, you get yourself alcohol poisoning. Like the underage people get drinks from other people, and they just get too yeah. drunk. Like these sixteen-year-old girls getting drunk Jesus. and getting alcohol poisoning. That's on them. It's that's on their negligence. The girls not... who are actually drink and just don't yeah. do those one sit things and pretend like they're drunk. Yeah. So no like, names. <laughs> but so no like if people are underage getting drunk and everything they get sick that's not the festival's fault that's their own fault so yeah but no like the festival is not responsible for everything in in the matter of fact because like there's some things they can control there's some things they can't control you know what i mean like there's not they can't be respond the festival can't be held responsible for someone over drinking I mean, if they're if the person's of age and they're sell they keep they sell more alcohol to a person who's heavily intoxicated, then yes, there's a possibility about that. Then, but someone underage is getting drinks from someone else and they're not buying it themselves with a fake ID or whatever. Yeah. That underage kid is responsible. Yeah. But you have any other questions to ask me? I think that's it, man. I think this is a good first episode. It's nice, short, sweet. It was your first day on the job. There wasn't anything crazy that happened for security um, at Izu 2013. I think this was a good uh, good episode for your first one. Anything else you guys say uh, to finish up the podcast? No, that's just pretty much it. Um, just don't be stupid at shows. Try to have a great time. Enjoy it. And, and if you see this guy. If you see me. Which you don't know what he looks like, but if you see him or hear him.
If you hear my voice, because I work a lot of shows, so you'll recognize it. My voice is very, uh, very unique. Put it that way. Pull up, pull up the podcast on your phone and walk up to the guy, and if he says something to you, then you got the right guy. Yep, you found me. But with that being said, thank you for listening to Life of Security Guard podcast, and have a great night.